It's day 24 of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Day 24, Christmas Eve, the Redemption. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 12 say, After this, I, John, looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one can number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessings and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. We've all been purchased to praise him. Oh, God's promise to reconcile the world was unwrapped as truth at Christmas. He paid such a great price as he shed his blood for every tribe, tongue, nation, and people. But even today, with our technology and access to travel, there are still just shy of 7,000 unreached people groups per the Joshua Project. These are people that Jesus shed his blood for, who have never been told that he came. These are people made, formed, and fashioned in the image of a God they have never heard of. Oh, these are sinners who have never heard about the beautiful mercy of Christmas or the amazing grace of the cross. And there are still an estimated 114 million people without any access to Scripture in their heart language. And they need some form of Bible translation. Wycliffe Bible translators say that at least 1.5 billion people are without the full Bible in their first language. This means that the Bible needs to be translated into another 1,636 languages. Oh, and let's certainly realize that one commonality of every tribe, tongue, and nation is that they are made up of children. These children need to hear the gospel because 70% of the decisions made for Christ, according to the Barna Group, are made between the ages of 4 and 14. And so those who come to Christ before 15, the Barna Group say, are 90% more likely to keep their faith. Oh, in the Bible, David Samuel, Miriam, Josiah were all children whom the Lord used in astonishing ways for his kingdom. Where the world sees immaturity and foolishness, God sees tender, trusting hearts, responsive to his leading. One billion kids, 50% of all living children live in some form of physical poverty, while only 3% of the world's children are growing up in homes and communities with a distinctive biblical perspective. Oh, beloved, I truly believe that orphans and vulnerable children are a vast, unreached people group, yet also one of the most receptive groups to hear the sweet gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, what would it look like if we reached out to these children with our lives in such a way that we were able to see them come to saving faith in Jesus and then become disciples of Jesus who go to the othermost ends of the earth to make disciples of Jesus? This is our vision, to see vulnerable children and their communities transformed by the gospel in such a way that they, in turn, will go and make disciples. As our Father's children, we know that we have been given a task. We have been given a great commission. We have future family members that need to be claimed among the nations. Our Father has said, go, and so we go. 
and the heart of Lifeline is to proclaim the gospel to the nations through care, compassion, rescue, and discipleship of the fatherless. Let's pray that the gospel will always be central in everything that we do. Let's pray that the Lord will continue to open doors for his name to be proclaimed, not only here in the United States of America, but also in the streets of Dominican Republic, to the institutions of Ukraine, to the communities of Uganda, as well as in every hamlet, village, and people group, which is representative of every tribe, tongue, and nation. Oh, beloved, as you travel for business or pleasure, you are being commissioned to go and make disciples. As you get on a plane to adopt a child from another nation, you are being commissioned to disciple a child in your home so that maybe one day they might go back and make disciples in their country of birth. Oh, I love the book of Zephaniah and particularly chapter 3. What a beautiful picture of the gospel and redemption from our sin. The first eight verses show a people who've become estranged from God and who are living for their own glory and gain. And then we come to verse 9. Zephaniah 3, 9, it says, For at that time I will change the speech of the peoples to a pure speech, that all of them may call upon the name of Yahweh and serve him with one accord. Oh, God will restore the world. He will heal the brokenness. He will bring together a people for himself from every tribe and every nation. How beautiful to see in Zephaniah 3.9, this loving conversion is not just for Israel, but for the nations. That means it is for every tribe, tongue, and nation. God will turn our speech from condemnation into praise and from confusing banter and language into a concatenation of worship. At the Tower of Babel in Genesis, the Lord confused the language because people were trying to band together to exalt themselves. But here in Zephaniah 3.9, we see the Spirit of God will unite our speech for His glory and renown to be praised. He is exalted through the rejoining of all peoples, of every tribe, every tongue, and every nation. Oh, and the preaching of the gospel will teach men to use the language of humility, repentance, and faith. By his grace, the Lord will shut out boasting and leave men nothing else to glory in but Jesus the King. God will choose for himself a people who are humble and meek, who seek nothing but the name of Christ and his service. How beautiful to know that God will restore his people and that he has redeemed us. And he has not redeemed us for ourselves, but he has redeemed us to care for the least of these. Oh, Merry Christmas Eve. What a beautiful anticipation as we wait for the long-expected Jesus to come and redeem a people from every tribe and every tongue and every nation. Oh, the hymn writer penned these words. Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fin sins, fears, and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. By thy own internal spirit, rule in all our hearts alone. By thine own sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. Have a wonderful Christmas Eve, longing for Messiah, who came to bring hope and healing for every tribe, tongue, and nation. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org backslash advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior. 
For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you this Christmas to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.